0: Welcome back to the program. Well, here in South Carolina, the uh, Senate, our state Senate, is debating the con- uh, debating constitutional carry that was supposed to happen today. I've not gotten any updates on how that went. 20, it took 26 uh, Republican senators to get this into debate today. And if it passes— um, they're gonna be, they'll send this, of course, to Governor McMaster's desk. If not, if there are any amendments, and I guarantee you they're going to be, they're going to send it back to the House, they'll do some reconciliation, and then maybe, maybe we can have constitutional carry here in South Carolina. Joining us right now from the SHOT Show in Las Vegas, we have got the, um, uh, Chris Stone from Gun Owners of America. Chris, welcome to the program. How you doing? Thanks. I'm, I'm
1: doing great. We're having a, a great time out here at SHOT Show. Hopefully it's not too loud here in the background.
0: That's okay. Uh, it, it sounds exciting.
1: It, it's great, man. I mean, you know SHOT Show is huge, but every time you come, you realize how awesome the finance industry is and just folks who truly believe in the Second Amendment. And, and making sure we we keep hunting traditions alive and firearms traditions alive in America.
0: Before we get into the politics about any of this, are you seeing anything new on the market that that folks might really be interested in?
1: Oh, man. Well, so I I have been chained to our booth, which is great. We have a great booth uh, downstairs here at SHOT Show. But I, I was able to swing by Daniel Defense, and they have a new pistol coming out that is just excellent. They bought the patent rights from an old firearms company that went bankrupt and they're producing a new pistol that has a really nice low-bore axis, very smooth trigger. That's probably the coolest firearm I've seen here on the Florida SHOT Show so far, but there is a lot of uh, a lot of great uh, companies that are producing new triggers, especially for bolt guns. Yeah. Uh, some really nice light pull triggers. So if you're in the long range shooting, that I think has been real appealing to a lot of the audience here.
0: Absolutely, that sounds awesome. So, and of course, everybody there is a big Second Amendment supporter, right?
1: Absolutely, yeah. We've had just incredible interactions. A big thing that we do here, we're at Shot Show, is just building our, um, excuse me, our strategic partnership program, which is getting more people into the fold of Gun Owners America and, and working with the firearms industry as they build products making sure that we're protecting their rights to, to sell firearms because that is our God-given right to keep their arms and they're obviously on the production in and the sales in. So we've just had numerous great conversations with exhibitors here about how we can partner together to, to make sure our rights are protected, their products are protected um, so Americans can be
0: armed. Exactly right. And I mean, what we just had a study coming out of um, Illinois I believe it was no Ohio. That their major cities, uh, you know, when when they went to uh, basically constitutional carry, their crime rates went down dramatically. Absolutely, I mean, we and
1: we see that everywhere where 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 there is firearms freedom, where law abiding citizens are allowed to defend themselves, crime goes down because criminals realize there's no restrictions on law abiding citizens to being able to carry, right. and so they realize. People who might have used to be victims are are no longer going to be victims. And it puts them on notice that an an armed America, peacefully armed citizens keep America safe and it keeps crime low. And uh, I couldn't agree more. We see it everywhere when constitutional carry passes. There's no it's not a shootout like the Wild West and, you know, people committing mass murder. You actually see the exact opposite.
0: Yeah, you're exactly right. And we heard all of that when we were pa- trying to pass a constitutional carry with, uh, I'm sorry, open carry with with training here in South Carolina. Um, they were saying, oh, people are you know, going to be having a shootout in the streets and, and all of this stuff. None of that stuff has ever happened. Um, all of this hand-wringing that, that they've been doing just doesn't come to fruition, does it?
1: No, it, and it's just a typical tactic to try, and, to try and delay our constitutional rights um, and your ability to carry a firearm, whether that's openly or concealed, because people who are choosing to exercise that right, especially publicly in the case of open carry, they're, they're not out there to commit crimes. They're not out there to harm folks. And so it's a complete myth that's propagated simply to restrict you from exercising your constitutional rights.
0: So is that what you would tell our South Carolina Senate as they debate this uh constitutional carry bill here in south carolina Yeah, and uh, you know the the biggest thing we'd say too is
1: constitutional carry is the most popular pro gun legislation in America. I mean it is introduced and in obviously multiple states over twenty five states have it as yeah. a law, but even in states that are you know a long shot for it to pass you know in, in more liberal states. It's introduced all the time. People want this because they realize that you shouldn't be forced to pay a tax in the form of a permit to carry a firearm. Because if I can if I'm a law abiding citizen, I can walk into a gun store or a firearms retailer and I can legally possess and purchase a firearm, why do I all of a sudden have to turn around and pay hundreds of dollars in taxation right. to get a permit to then turn around and carry that when criminals are not doing that and they're going to carry illegally to commit crimes in the yeah. first place. And so, and kind of like we were talking about, you can look at the FBI crime statistics that are published after they gather data from every police uh, force in the United States of America. States that have open carry, that have uh, legalized constitutional carry that for concealing a firearm as well, they have low crime rates uh, they have low violent crime rates and fires because you have large numbers of peaceful citizens able to exercise their rights um so that is that is the thing that we we double down and obviously just from a practical standpoint it's in the bill of rights this is why our founders wrote shall not be infringed uh they knew the importance of, of defending against tyranny
0: Well, I think that is exactly what uh, the folks of the, in, in the Senate here in South Carolina need to hear. Um, I tell you what, Chris, sounds like you're having a great time at Shot Show. Would you recommend this for uh, for next year? Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's been a great time, and I would
1: recommend uh, any folks come out here. It's a great opportunity to be with like-minded people, to be yes. with people who truly care about the fabric and, and the being of America. You've got every state here represented. I've talked to people from all across the country. And it's just a reminder to see how like-minded large numbers of Americans are. You know, there's there's firearms all over the floor here. You've got knife makers. I haven't seen one, you know, uh, 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 rude or or rowdy person here. It's it's a great freedom-loving environment. And and this kind of stuff needs to be replicated all across the country uh, to just remind people of our traditions and why we believe
0: in the Second Amendment. Absolutely right. I bet mean, there's a lot of great people there. I, uh, where's it being? Oh, is it is it Caesars? It's yeah. It's at the Caesars Forum. So it's. I mean,
1: it's massive. It's yeah. spread out across multiple convention halls, multiple ballrooms, multiple floors. I mean, I, I think if you walked every day nonstop, you could probably not stop and visit every booth. There are. <laughs> it, is, it is. a sight to behold, it's uh, it's it, it, it's a beautiful thing.
0: So definitely take your walking shoes when you go to SHOT Show. Chris Stone, Gun Owners of America, thank you, sir, for being on the program this afternoon. We appreciate it. Absolutely. Appreciate the support. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh, man. Oh, so I would love to do that one year. Just go head over to SHOT Show. That would be so good. But this is one of those cases where we're asking you to get in touch with your representative. I, I have no idea how the debate went today on the on, the Senate floor, as far as constitutional carry is concerned, hoping to get an update here very, very soon. This is the time of day when crazy things start happening, right, Chris? <laughs> crazy things start up. Hap- Will? Why would I call you, Chris? Um, but uh, but it is. It's got crazy stuff going on right now. So call your uh, state senator if you don't know how to get in touch with them. It is. This is very easy. Text SC Rep. That is SC Rep. To 71307, you will be sent a link. You open that link up. You put in your address. It will send you everything you need to know. It will send you Lindsey Graham. It will send you Tim Scott. It will send you all of your representatives' uh, names, and in a lot of cases, their phone numbers or how you can get in touch with them. When they do that, make sure you tell them that we, the people of South Carolina, want constitutional carry, and it has been far past due. This should have happened a long time ago, a long time ago. Charlie, I think it was Thomas Jefferson who said, "An armed society is a polite society." If everybody's packing, you're going to be starting. You're not going to be starting trouble. You're exactly right about that. Also, had someone say, uh, "Let's see, hey Charlie, what's the latest on your homesteading front? Have you made any bread yet? Have you done anything else homesteading wise?" I am. I'm, I'm gearing up now. I'm gearing up. So coming up tomorrow, we've got another homestead highlight. We're going to be talking with some great folks from Tennessee. They got about two acres and they are as self sufficient as they can possibly be. And I was talking to them today and they came up. Uh, there's, there's a new term out there as well. We know homesteading, but there's now urban steading. A lot of urban steaders are popping up people who haven't made the move out of the city, but they're still trying to become as self sufficient as possible. That's a good way, that's a good place to start. It really, really is. You know, I, I saw that there's a documentary type thing out there. It's called The uh, Biggest Little Farm. Or the Yeah, The Biggest Little Farm. This woman started by growing peppers on her fourth floor apartment in, in a big city. And from that, they bought a farm. So you never know where this stuff is going to lead. When we get back, Trump won bigly. In New Hampshire last night, it's the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. Welcome back to the program. GS Plumbing Talk Line, 800-905-0989. The Common Sense Retirement Planning text line 71307. Joining us right now is Congressman William Timmons. Congressman Timmons, welcome to the program. How are you?
2: Charlie, doing great. Thanks for having me on. Yes, sir. I really appreciate uh, the opportunity. I wanted to tell everybody how incredible New Hampshire was on Saturday night. I was up there with the governor, uh, the lieutenant governor, the attorney general, the speaker of the house, uh, Joe Wilson, Russell Fry. We had an incredible delegation up there. And uh, you know, Charlie, everybody remembers when Trump came to Pickens and there were 56,000 oh people standing in a 120-degree heat. He yeah. was the hottest. I, it, it, I sweat, sweat through my suit. And yeah. so here I am in New Hampshire. It's the coldest I've ever been. And yeah. it, there were 7,000 people in this arena. It was packed. And there were 2,000 people that were sitting outside. I mean, I'm surprised nobody lost a finger or a nose. Yeah. I mean, So <laughs> I just think it goes to show, it goes to show that, uh, the American people are, are just hungry for Trump. They'll sit in the heat. They'll, they'll suffer through the cold. Um, and after the historic win in Iowa and New Hampshire, we've got to get behind him. I'm so, so disappointed that Nikki Haley is still continuing on. But we're going to show her uh, that we want President Trump back in the White House uh, just in a few short weeks.
0: Well, even even Ronald McDaniel from the RNC, she said, hey, it's time to move on. And everybody, just like you said, everybody rallied the wagons around Trump. Do you think he's going to get that type of support?
2: Well, you've got to think, I mean, over 150 elected officials have endorsed Trump for president. Yeah. Uh, all but one of the statewide elected officers have endorsed him, and that one hasn't endorsed anybody else. The entire delegation has endorsed um, President Trump with only Ralph Norman. Uh, refusing to get on on the bandwagon i mean look every dollar and every day that we that she spends trying to be the republican nominee for president that's money that we're not spending to make sure that joe biden is not going to be president right. next year yeah it's just a waste and it, it it's it, it there's no world in which she wins south carolina she's currently down over 30 points i mean it's 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 so shocking It it really causes me to question her motives
0: It doesn't it, though. I mean, this seems like, I mean, we have seen so many uh, politicians, I I don't know, try to outkick their their coverage. Um, Is that what she's doing right now? I mean, could this be if she gets humiliated in her own state? What does her future in politics look like?
2: I have a feeling that a lot of these big donors that are um, propping up her campaign want her to stay in. And I mean, I I hope you saw the... uh, op ed in the Post and Courier where a lifelong Democrat that worked for Senator Hollings uh, decades ago, where he said, I've never voted for Republicans yeah. and I'm voting for Nikki Haley on the twenty fourth and I'm voting for Joe Biden in November. Exactly and right. Look, I mean her her only hope is enough Democrats and independents vote in the Republican primary yeah. that she has any kind of a chance. And again We know that. They're courting these votes. And uh, the person that alleges to be the most conservative member of the federal delegation, Ralph Norman, is supporting her unwaveringly. We just got to figure out a way to get everybody on the team because our country cannot survive another four years with Joe Biden.
0: No, in fact, we heard that uh, one poll last night said 70 percent of her voters were either uh, former Demo or, uh, you know, they had to uh, uh, renounce their affiliation. But they uh, 70 percent were not Republicans in that election last night. that's pretty telling, don't you think?
2: And she still lost and she still lost uh, by 12 points. So, I mean, we just need to call on her and call on all of her supporters to join the team, to help fight to get this country back on track because uh, what she's doing right now is not helping. It's hurting, and the American people have spoken. Trump is our nominee, and he is going to make America great again. But more importantly, he's going to make the world safe again. He's going to make the world safe again.
0: Exactly right. Congressman William Timmons, thank you so much for calling in this evening. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you again soon. Great to be with you. Thanks. Take care. Bye-bye. And and he's absolutely right. Listen to this. I mean, this was uh, over at, uh, I guess it was, yeah, this is CNN. This is, they they talked to one of the voters. They asked this voter who they voted for. Nikki Haley.
3: And why did you vote for Nikki Haley?
0: Uh,
1: It's a vote against Trump. Uh, I think it would be better to have... Her against Biden in the uh, elections, then it would be Trump
4: and her.
3: Do you consider yourself generally independent, Republican, or Democrat?
4: Uh, Democrat.
3: So when you undeclared, you voted for Nikki Haley. If it was Nikki Haley against Joe Biden in the general election, who are you voting for? Joe Biden. What is the? Nikki Haley. And, that,
0: and that's just, that was the plan. It's Operation Chaos. That's what was going on. That's what they're going to try to do here in South Carolina. This is their last stand this is their last stand i mean i don't i've and 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 we're talking about a 30 point deficit new hampshire of all the the polls that i've seen new hampshire was the closest that nikki haley came to donald trump that was it 30 points on average donald trump beats nikki haley here in south carolina Why is she doing this? And I joke about having the money here in the upstate. I mean, I, 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 but listen, all of that is great. I'd love to see, you know, that advertising money being spent. But when you talk about what's good for the, for the country, why is she doing this? What, what, what amount of arrogance do you have to have to think you're going to make a stand here in South Carolina? And then not only that, she went on to say she wasn't going to stop at at South Carolina, Uh, went on to say that she was going to go on through Super Tuesday. Well, my goodness, that's going to be pretty amazing, isn't it? So we will certainly have to see what happens uh, coming up on the 24th of February. Do not forget, that that is primary day here in South Carolina. It is a Saturday. It's a Saturday. So don't forget about that. Tell all your friends, grab them, drag them kicking and screaming. I'm going to tell everybody when I play pickleball that morning, if the weather permits, I'm going to say, Hey guys, when we're done with pickleball, let's all go vote, head to the primaries. I'm driving. I'll buy you coffee afterwards. So everybody needs to do their part in this election coming up. Um, when we get back, we're going to be talking with Adam Morgan um, about something that they're looking at in the judiciary here in South Carolina, and that is ranked choice voting. And that is the most, you know what it is, I, I'm fully convinced of this, that there are people in our state legislature that don't think the Democrats are getting their fair shake here in South Carolina. So they want to bring in in ranked choice voting in order to give Democrats a shot. And this is their way of doing it. We'll find out what Adam Morgan thinks about it, the chairman of the South Carolina Freedom Caucus, when we get back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. we got some people on hold right now on the G.S. Plumbing Chalk line. If you guys, uh, Jeff, Todd, if you guys could uh, hold on for me a minute. want to bring in Representative Adam Morgan uh, right now, uh, the, uh, the chairman of the South Carolina Freedom Caucus. Adam, welcome to the program. How you doing, my friend?
4: Hey, Charlie. Thanks for having me on.
0: Man, i tell you what, we got some insanity going on there in the House of Representatives, don't we?
4: We really, really do. I mean, the fact, I know you were talking about it earlier this week, but the fact that we are about to put... An actual Democrat, not a perceived liberal, not somebody that has a bad track record, possibly like an actual Democrat who ran against Henry McMaster, our current governor, as the Democrat nominee, James Smith, who has been endorsed by Planned Parenthood, who has supported the president with his push on transgender stuff like they're literally about to make him a judge in South Carolina. The legislature is (laughs) just like you can't make this stuff up.
0: When you when I when I see stuff like this happening, I have to think, are they trying to give the Democrats a sort of equal footing here in South yes. Carolina in this ruby red state?
4: That's exactly what they're doing, because that is how the current leadership is in power. It is a, um, a coalition of moderate Republicans and Democrats who are the ones that, are, that have voted in and that are the ones behind the current speaker. That's why he's openly campaigning against uh, Freedom Caucus members yeah. and trying to get rid of all the conservatives. I mean, they're literally, not only are they trying to change rules, uh, potentially tomorrow, those Pelosi rules we talked about before, right. those could come up imminently. They could literally be heard tomorrow. We've heard the plan is they're still uh, going to push them through. It's just they may amend them and make them not as bad. But either way, yeah. they're still, they, they were hoping people had kind of lost interest and forgotten, and you know, then they can push them through. So we need people to get back on the phones and emails, contact your House member and tell them no to the Pelosi rules. And while you're at it, you know, if you want to, maybe tell them not to appoint a Planned Parenthood you know, pro-Biden, anti-Trump judge to the bench. I mean, this is after they, I mean, you just remember, they they struck down the heartbeat bill not even that long ago. Right. And everybody collectively was shocked. Oh, how could this happen in South Carolina? Well, we had opposed that judge and said, don't appoint, reappoint her. She's a liberal. She's had all these liberal rulings. They put her on there. She struck down the heartbeat bill and then retired. And here, once again, we have a guy who the Republicans are about to appoint. Uh, as a as a judge, so you know the the people out there, the voters. You have to pay attention. You've got to call this stuff out.
0: Could you? I, I can't remember what what was the name of that bill. Was it forty six thirty seven?
4: I think so. It, it, I, we just call it the Pelosi rules. Right. So th- th- there's no other rules change coming. In fact, they're very rare. They almost never happen. So there's no other rules uh, change that's on the docket. Everybody knows what it is. Everyone knows what it's about. Y'all flooded their phones already and held it up for two, three weeks. So uh, they know exactly what it is if you contact them and just say no to the rules changes. Let's do it again. How about
0: that? And also uh, talking about putting Democrats on equal footing. Now they're looking at ranked choice voting here in South Carolina. Tomorrow tomorrow they're doing that.
4: Yes, they have a hearing. So after all these months, they haven't given the DEI, defund DEI bill a hearing. They haven't given, you know, push close primaries. They haven't done parental rights, all these bills they just said they couldn't get to. And yet they're going to give ranked choice voting a hearing in judiciary tomorrow. And they've also on the the list of bills, they have the bill that would ban ranked choice voting also. But it's the very last bill. The ranked choice voting is the third one. So it's it's going to get a hearing and, you know, possibly move. And that is ranked choice voting is what caused uh, Sarah Palin to lose in Alaska, even though she won the election because they had changed the electioneering, which this is a huge Democrat-funded priority, Change the way we do elections. It favors moderates. It favors Democrats. And if we bring it to South Carolina, I mean, who knows? This state, as bad as it already is, and the Rhinos have so much control. Yeah. Imagine if you did rank choice voting, where you, no conservatives will get elected. In no, so no
0: people they won't. Have
4: got to, yeah, they've got to call that one out, too. In fact, there's a rally tomorrow. I know it's far for you guys, but it's, I think at 8 a.m. they're doing a rally opposing ranked choice voting. People from all over the state are coming and just saying not in South Carolina.
0: Yeah, I agree with them. I'm telling you what. All right, uh, we'll give you a call to action coming up in just a second. Adam Morgan, chairman of the South Carolina Freedom Caucus. Always a pleasure, my friend. We'll talk to you again soon. Thank you. Thanks, Charlie. Take care. Let's go to William in Greenville and talk to him. William, you um, you got in touch with Representative Thomas
3: Beach, right? Yes, I did. I, I talked to him on and uh, asked him a couple of questions on the on the two items there in the uh, rank file voting. He said he's definitely voting against that. Right. He's he's not for it at all. But um, but what I did find out on the um, constitutional carry is something I didn't know about. That something that he caught because you know constitutional carry had passed in the House, and he said that there was actually an amendment in that bill. That allows the police to come to your house and confiscate your weapons if you've been convicted of a misdemeanor. Huh? Now a misdemeanor. I mean, you could you could be driving down the road, throw a gum wrapper out your yeah. window, and you, that's a misdemeanor.
0: That's Jaywalking.
3: So, yeah. So yeah. So he has said he's trying to do something about that. You get that out of it, but he said it's on the Senate side right now. But, right. He said there's so many, uh, so many rhino Republicans that are, yep, and I don't understand it, because that misdemeanor is, you know, like like I said, it it could be anything really completely minor. And, uh, but he said that's actually in that, in that bill, that they, they can come in, confiscate your weapons from your house. Wow.
0: You know what I'm going to do, William? I am going to uh, double-check that bill and find out exactly what it's talking about. I appreciate you calling in uh, this afternoon, pal. Thank you. Jeff is in Spartanburg. Nikki Haley. Jeff, you think she's got a chance here in South Carolina?
3: Uh, No, she has no chance. Um, But the the thing that I was thinking about, and this goes back to a previous election, um, I think, and I know it'll never happen, but I think that they should pass an election law that if your own state doesn't carry you, (laughs) you can't, you can't be elected. And if Al Gore could win Tennessee where he was representing, he'd be, he would have been president. And the people that are closest to you that know you, if they don't want you, then the heck with you. I mean, it it's crazy. I mean, Al Gore, all he had to do was win his home state. If, I, yeah. if my memory serves me correctly, he would be he would have been president.
0: But no, he had to count on Florida, on the I eighty five corridor, and that didn't work. That didn't uh, that didn't work out very well at all, Jeff. I appreciate you calling in, buddy. Uh, Todd is in Fountain Inn. Todd, welcome to the program. What do you think about Nikki Haley versus Donald Trump?
5: Well, you know, uh, one thanks for having me on, Charlie. Yes, but- sir. I was looking um, last night and then this morning, and then Tara mentioned it too, that 45% of the people that showed up were Republicans, and 55% of the voters that showed up in New Hampshire last night was undeclared slash Democrat. Now, if you look at that, and if you look at that along party lines, then Trump should have got 45, and Nikki should have got 50. It's fifty-five rather, and instead it was the other way around where Trump got fifty-five and Haley got forty-five, which tells me that we got all the Republicans, plus we got about twenty-five or about twenty percent of the supposed non-declared Democrats
0: and and the independents. Nikki
5: was hoping to pull, yeah. And so I mean, we still pulled twenty percent of her people that didn't want her. That was like, you know, even Democrats are like, we want Trump. We we kind of yeah. like. Um, <laughs> We kind of like being able to pay our bills and, and eat something once in
0: a while. It, yeah, it, that's always a good thing to do. I, from what I saw, some one survey said that seventy percent of Nikki Haley voters were um, not Republican last night.
5: Right, that, that's what I'm saying. Seventy yeah. percent of them weren't Republican, and, and I'm going
0: and they're going to try to do that again in South of Carolina. Votes
5: were weren't Republican. Yeah, yeah. and. And what in the world makes her think that she can win in South Carolina? I, I don't know. know. Apparently, don't whatever universe, because she made a statement. She's like, if y'all remember correctly, Trump fired me. And she was saying, he won't debate me. And I'm like, you don't want to debate him. You you might want to say it, but you don't. Because when you get up there and you fire that statement at him going, Mr. Mister Trump, you uh, you hired me to be, it was ambassador to some country for the United States. So he's going to fire back and say, Yeah. And I fired your ass about a month later because you couldn't even handle that. What makes you think you can handle the presidency if you can't handle an ambassador to some little country over here. Well, yeah,
0: she was you ambassador know. to the United Nations, but we will see what happens uh, February 24th. Todd, I appreciate you calling in, buddy. Thank you. We'll take a quick break. More about uh, Trump's victory last night coming up. Is Oh, and we will have the call to action coming up next on the Charlie James Show. News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas. This is a call to action, ladies and gentlemen. Urgent call to action. You need to get in touch with your South Carolina representatives. Say no to the rules change. Say no to James Smith as judge. And say no to ranked choice voting. All of these things will be highly detrimental to conservatism in South Carolina, highly detrimental. These things, these things are nothing more than giving an upper hand to the Democrats here in South Carolina. That's what they are designed to do. The rules change is designed to silence conservatives. The appointment of, of James Smith as circuit court judge, that is, a, that is nothing more than appeasement to the Democrats and ranked choice voting gives democrats and non-conservative the rhinos a continued upper hand here in South Carolina it would be a death knell for this red state we would turn purple so quick it would make your head spin so if you don't know who your representative is text s c rep s c Rep to 71307. That's SC Rep to 71307. It will send you a link. You put in your address. It will tell you all of your representatives. Now, we're talking about your state representatives, the folks that serve you in Columbia or are supposed to serve you in Columbia every single day, but they are not. The days of the rhino in Colombia are coming to an extinction, and we have to make sure that happens. We need to make sure these people know that this is a conservative state and it is going to stay a conservative state. And, and, and like Adam Morgan said not long ago, tell them if, if they vote against it, you'll primary them yourselves. Blow their phones up. When they walk in tomorrow morning, I want them to be bleary-eyed. I want them to have bags under their eyes. I want them to be nervous. I want them to have a little bit of sweat over their, 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 uh, their top lip. I want sweat rings under their arms. And I want them to know, above all, that we are watching them and you are watching them. Again, tell them no to the rules change. That's all you need to say no to the rules change no to james smith and no to ranked choice voting call them be respectful be nice like in the movie roadhouse be nice but let them know that you are serious that your their reelection counts on this They're trying to do this to to, to glad hand the Democrats because why they're supported by the moderate Republicans. As as Adam Morgan said just a minute ago, they're supported by the moderate Republicans and the Democrats in the statehouse. Now, how conservative do you really think South Carolina, how truly conservative do you think South Carolina really is? Again, S.C. Rep, S.C. Rep. To seventy one three zero seven, that will send you a link. You put in your address, and it will tell you who your representative is. Call them tonight when you wake up in the morning. Call them, ring their phones off the hook. Charlie, I thought the rules chains were shot down in the House already. Yeah, uh, yes, but now they're bringing them back up, and it could be as early as tomorrow could be early as tomorrow. We shut this thing down once, we can do it again. Again. SC rep to 71307, find out who your your legislator is and ring their phones off the hook again. No to the rules change, no to James Smith, and no to ranked choice voting. Okay? Need you guys. This you don't understand how unbelievably important this is. You see, they were able to get away with this. They were able to, I mean, they've been able to get away with this for so long, sitting up there in their little ivy tower in Columbia. And then the South Carolina Freedom Caucus comes along, and now they're starting to get nervous. And they're trying to ban conservatives from actually having a voice here in South Carolina. You want to wonder why we don't have closed primaries here in South Carolina. This is it, because these people are supported by Democrats crossing over and voting for them. That's how it happens. That's something Nikki Haley is counting on. So you tell them, and if you want to throw in, hey, close the primaries here in South Carolina, just put that in as an added bonus. Put that in there. But when these folks, when those phones ring, These people know some, these people all of a sudden, uh, it makes them nervous. Why? Because this hasn't happened in a long time. Hasn't happened in a long time. And when I first got here and I started here, Charlie, what is ranked choice voting? Oh, look it up. It's horrible. It's horrible. I don't, I I, I tell you what, I might have a little time to explain it in, in, in the next segment. In fact, I will certainly do that. Again, text SCREP to 71307. It will send you a link, and you can find out who your representative is. we got to take a break. We'll be right back. It's the Charlie James Show, News Talk 98.9 WORD, the voice of the Carolinas.